Be Senine Spoyeni. Yokoso Bridges for Mission. Bienvenue Nan Pon Pumission. Welcome to Bridges for Mission. Welkom bij Brugge voor Zending. Hi, we're the ELC and we're taking over the B4M podcast to tell you about our experience at Urbana. Woo! <laughs> Opening night at Urbana. Woo! <laughs> so first question for opening night. What has been one joy or challenge you experienced today? For me, one challenge that I experienced was the lack of translation in the closed captioning and the intro. I noticed that as they were speaking, anytime they referenced a different language or some words or a phrase in another language, they either said a language that was not English or they didn't even put it in at all. However, they did that for the songs. For me, one joy that I saw or experienced was the amount of fun that the four of us were having. We were having way too much fun. Um, I think for me, a big joy was that at one point they specifically mentioned chemical engineering and I'm a chemical engineering major and the whole point of them bringing it up was that everyone has a purpose for being at the conference and just hearing that was like kind of even just special for me being like, like that's my God moment, like I'm meant to be at this conference. So one joy that I experienced was walking into the big um, gathering hall and just feeling the energy of 5,000 people getting ready to praise God. So how did you each see God at work today? I saw God at work during the opening ceremony of Urbana through the way that each person was able to connect as one voice during especially the chants that collectively represented the different cultures and native indigenous people. I saw God during tonight's event witnessing all of the people from all over coming together in one room to praise God. Um, I saw God at work today just in the sheer amount of young people who wanted to praise him. Uh, on the way to the conference in the vans, we were talking about how wonderful it is that there's just so many young people who are just on fire for Jesus, and it was cool to see that. Just hearing everyone like yell out their praises during the sermon was really awesome. Um, I saw God at work today when we were being welcomed by the Miami nation um, into their homeland, into their home territory, and just how um, the leadership of Urbana went about that and collaborated and were um, very respectful and how the Miami nation were very open uh, to us. And it was just a, a big blessing to see that um, 
unity of, uh, and respect between communities. Day one of Urbana. Woo! <laughs> okay, so first question, what was a joy or challenge that you had today? So my challenge was energy. <laughs> I know it's only day one, but um, there was a lot of stuff to do and a lot of like people to meet and the conference place is like super big. So you're just like running around and um, yeah, like <laughs> by the end of it, I was kind of struggling. <laughs> but it was all cool. Like the stuff was fun. I'm looking forward to tonight's sleep. So a joy for me is that I found a lot of connections in like the Connections Hall Gallery thing. And there was a lot of people that were really good to talk to. And I think I learned a lot. And I think some doors really opened today. So it was good. A joy for me was everybody I talked to, I talked to a lot of people. That was basically the joy. And they were all very talkative. And that was fun. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I think a joy for me was being able to go to each of the individual booths and see kind of what they were representing and what kind of their view on missions was. Whether it was through education or engineering or solving this problem or sending teams, working at a summer camp. It was all, a, we're all talking about missions, but it was interesting to see how other people view the word or action of doing missions. Mm. A challenge I saw, especially today, was that it seemed like a lot of the speakers and lectures were a lot about finances and donating and having to do with the need for money and some of those took it one step further and it kind of annoyed me as to manipulate people into thinking that something is good which it might be it might be going to a good cause but the way that they were manipulating the people to me did not seem right question two how did you see god today so at urbana uh, there's like 153 workshops and the way 154 workshops Ricky tells me <laughs> uh, So there's 154 seminars and you can only go to seven. So how do you choose? Um, I think today especially for me for my experience God just like Put us in the places we had to be um, and connected us to the speakers to the seminars that we were supposed to listen to today and people I've talked to within the seminars and based on um, the questions they asked in the Q&A's after the seminars it felt like it was really um, put together by God in his like divine planning Today I saw God at work, um, I met a lady who had kind of a similar story as me where when she was in college she really wanted to do mission work but 
It's just hard to commit to mission trips when you have a full-time college schedule. And she showed me her program where they actually send college kids on mission trips for even weekends or your spring break at a time and they are so accommodating so they'll work on your schedule because they know that you want to do this for God and I just think that's so special that there's a group of people who are willing to go out of their way probably inconvenience themselves so that young adults who want to be missionaries have a genuine opportunity to do so and I think it'll be really cool to work with them. I saw God at work today like like she said, with the booth, but I also saw it in one of the seminars I went to, um, where the person was talking about having good friendships and relationships with other believers around you, and how to do that, and it reminded me some of something I had read, and he actually brought up the book that I had read about it, so that was just a connection in, in my mind that just made me think. I think it was pretty amazing that the out of the 7.8 billion people in the world and then the almost 6,000 that attend this conference that I was able to connect with a handful of people that shared some part of my life whether that's the places I've been or people I've met in the past that I happened to meet at this conference I found it so powerful that while there's 6,000 of us that maybe would never have met on any other circumstances because of a single question, it can spark something that might be life-changing or everlasting. So Something else that stood out to me um, that we were just talking about as a group was um, in the morning plenary session, they told us to set our alarms for three o'clock in the afternoon. And um, they were saying, encouraging us to uh, pray at three o'clock when the alarm came off with the three people closest to us. And uh, this was because um, at 3 p.m. was the time of prayer or at three, 3 in the afternoon, as we see in Acts. Um, and it was the time when Jesus died. So at 3, three o'clock, we're all in the Connections Hall, and all these like alarms start going off. And um, you just see like little groups huddled together in prayer, and just the, the connection that you can see between other participants. Um, at the conference and how like like we prayed together and it was special but then you see how other people are really passionate um, and into the prayers it was also really really special so we're excited for tomorrow I guess <laughs> Woo! Yay. Woo! Okay. Wait, can I do one more thing yeah. sure I also found it very moving during one of the seminars for confidential reasons. I won't reveal too much of their story, but they essentially uprooted their family with young children that you would expect would be in a daycare or being cared for 
with a hawk's eye view, but instead they uprooted them and instead took them to the mission field. And even though there were enormous obstacles and even life-threatening situations, they persevered and God protected them, even to go as far as protecting them by making relationships with their enemies and how they sat literally at the same table and reconciled with one another. I just found that so moving and it just goes to show that the Bible isn't just a book. It is not a hand guide on how to live life, but it is living, it is dynamic, and it just goes to show that even though sometimes we repeat history, it's not always bad. So today was day two. Woo! session um they allowed people who have never accepted jesus before to accept him and they gave everyone who chose to stand up and publicly proclaim their love for jesus a white flag so they could surrender themselves to jesus and they got to wave it and everyone got to watch and just clap for them and just the raw joy and emotion and excitement for those people in the room was just so amazing and you just felt so blessed watching people make that commitment and it was just so nice and so beautiful and that was definitely just a joyful moment watching so many people come to Christ. Um, one joy that I had today was the deep meaningful conversations that I had inter whether it was interviewing some people from my small group or just talking to people during discussion times after the seminars. I found that it was more than just, oh, we are at the same conference. It's, oh, we are at a conference learning the same things and we can take this to the next level. So my joy today was meeting a lot of different people and going around all the spaces, like the communal spaces and the connections hall as well. and. Um, I walked around with someone from my small group, which was also very fun, and we just had a blast, so that was cool. For me, a joy today was probably during our Bible study, because we had some really cool, interesting conversations, because there were very few of us today, um, and we just really got to talk and think and work together. Uh, I experienced God today... Um, so I went to the Urbana bookstore and I said to Kaylee and Ricky, I was like, the one thing I'm looking for is a new devotional book. Like, I just want to find a really good devotional. And I did not find anything. And I was like, why? Like, so we were running late to one of our sessions. And so we're going to the session. We were like, wait, this booth looks really good. Like, let's stop and look at it. So we're, we look and believe it or not, the guy hands me a devotional book. And I was like, that's God telling me that I wasn't meant to pick any of the devotional books in the bookstore, but like this book was meant to be given to me so that, like this is the devotional he wants to use to speak through me. So that was how I saw God today was that when I was looking in one place, he showed me how to look in another for something that's better for his plan for me. I saw God in the way that people seemed much more open today. And after the initial, oh, this is new, this is how much do I want to actually share with people? I feel like that 
kind of nervousness kind of wore off overnight and people were able to talk more the introverts in my small group were being more active and participating more and their input was really powerful and it just goes to show some of the smallest voices can have the biggest impact okay story time <laughs> so um, today at lunchtime, I went to the TCK Cafe. I had a really cool conversation with two TCKs who were like 10, 30 years older than me. Um, one was like 10 years older, the other one was like 30 years older. Anyway, um, and we were sharing about our struggles and I was sharing about like some uh, things that I was finding challenging in this season of life. Fast forward to the evening plenary session, and this guy is talking about something completely different, like the, the point of the conversation was completely different than my conversation at lunchtime, but he was using phrases and words that were exactly the same that I was using. So even though his purpose, like his end goal was different, I felt God speaking directly to me and to um, these challenges and encouraging me through that. So that was really cool. Oh, also, while he was speaking, I was thinking, because um, there's like a circular stage. So while he was speaking, I thought, okay, if this is for me, like, let him turn towards our section of the stage. And he did, like, the second afterwards. So I was like, okay, I get it. Thank you. So, yeah. I saw God at work today, um, actually at my first, um, session I went to, I was supposed to go to this other one and there, for some reason, I just did not feel like going to that one. I didn't want to climb up the steps. I didn't want to go over there. And so Nicole was like, you want to come with me to mine? And I was like, what are you going to? And after she told me, I was like, sure, why not? And that was the best session I've been to. It, it gave me a lot of information and like help I guess and things I can do and it just it was it was what I needed to hear uh, one last thing for me was that uh, during the second uh, seminar that I attended today um, I was struggling to pick one of like three or four that seemed interesting but I ultimately went with one of the global servants to a seminar about the how Jesus cursed the fig tree and then overturned, started and overturned the tables in the temple, calling it a den of thieves. And how the, I found it very moving how they turned that passage where many of us, they kind of overlook the fact that the change in setting throughout that one verse, it goes from the mountain with the fig tree to the temple and then back to the fig tree and then back to the temple where then he explains why he cursed the fig tree and then how the speakers took that passage and applied it to our modern day churches and how we while we may not be outwardly racist how we are not quite anti-racist either we are kind of sitting in that in between and that is almost just as bad as being racist 
because we're not reaching out and including our brothers and sisters, whether they be Asian or European or black or darker skinned, or even because of a decision they decided to make. And they kind of touched on it, how we can approach the leaders of our church of how to combat this status quo. And I just found it really moving. It was very helpful. Like it relieves some of the burden that I've been feeling about, yes, racism is a problem, we need to fix it. But at the same time, it also added this extra weight that this is even more of an issue that we really need to fix this sooner rather than later. Hello, Bridges for Mission. <laughs> we are the emerging leaders here after Urbana Day 3, our last day, and we're here to answer our standard two questions. First one, what has been one joy or challenge you experienced today? I will go first. And the joy was finally seeing people open up in my small group. The more timid ones actually spoke and had wonderful things to say. I also was able to connect with at least three people from the island, which I now call home, and learn a little bit more about their stories. Okay, so my joy today was the Bible study small group. Um, throughout the, the last three days, we've been building relationships, and today we hung out for I don't know how many hours. <laughs> But we all missed at least one session because we were just chatting and having lunch together. Um, so that was really, really cool. Also, you'll get to hear them on a different um, episode. So that's fun. Uh, anyway, it was just so nice to um, be together and like realize that we've made such strong bonds with people that we didn't know three days ago. And now they're just like, it's so special. So yeah. Um, I actually had a challenge today, and my challenge is right now trying to figure out what I'm doing this evening because I have to get up really early in the morning, so I'm trying to figure out how to get all that situated. Uh, I would say a joy for me today is that someone who I met this week who I've grown to really care about um, actually was one of the people who last night decided to surrender their life to God. And I didn't know that until I caught up with her again today and she told me and I was like, that's so awesome. I also didn't know she was like questioning and still not fully sure of her faith. So to find out that she had those insightful thoughts even before fully accepting God and then hearing her story of how she just felt moved to accept him was just so awesome. Um, one challenge, it hasn't necessarily happened quite yet but I can see it coming to the point that we have, the four of us have really gotten to grow on each other and have meaningful conversations and kind of open up quite quickly because this is our first time in person and the only other way we will see each other until 
The next in-person event is via online, and that's not quite the same. So it's going to be hard to say see you later until then. Yeah, and even then on Zoom, we're not always all together because we have our own um, connector and trailblazer groups. And yeah, and yeah. very rarely do we actually have the entire ELC. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now we're sad on the pie. Good job, Reggie. <laughs> it means we've been really like loving yeah. each other, and we've been and blessed. With, we all clicked so quickly, so, so it's quickly. just mm-hmm. such a blessing that no animosity, no tension, no awkward phase. It was just no. right away, like we, like you would have thought we were lifelong friends. Yeah. We've been, tight since first grade if you never knew and especially the way we pick on each other and joke around and <laughs> so we all understand that the others are joking like yeah. it's just such a good understanding of each other yeah. yeah and how we watch out for each other mm-hmm. and like just the little things yeah. that you guys do like for for all of us like throughout the day of, like checking in with each other Kaylee brought me a shirt today. And then just also walking around, like, that is, it's a simple task. It, well, not even a task, but it's a simple action, yet it means so much. Mm -hmm. Just the company. Yeah, Yeah, just being in each other's presence and supporting each other in the, in the crazy and in the question. And there's definitely no regret for missing seminars because of it. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Everybody come visit Pennsylvania. Yeah. Or the I thought VR. we were going to my state. I thought we were going to the R. No, everybody. <laughs> World tour. World tour yeah. with ELC. Yeah. Should totally do that. What's the second question? Oh, right. I'll do it. How have you seen God move today? Um, I'll I'll take this one first. Um, I think I saw God move today. Um, this is gonna sound so silly, but. This morning, when we all got negative COVID tests again, um, it seems small, but the fact that we were all able to be in a crowd of 5,000 people and keep our bubble safe, because I know there's been other events where the bubble has unfortunately gotten COVID. So just the fact that today we were all able to have that, and we were all able to go to every session that we wanted to and just be there every day, um, and then no one had to spend their week in the sick room. So that was just a blessing that God kept us safe. One way I saw God at work today was, it wasn't really something I saw, it was something I felt. I went to a session, and during that session, I just got really excited about what we were talking about. And so when it was done, and I went back to the booth, I talked to Nicole's ear off for like five, ten minutes about the thing. Because I was so excited about it. It was really, really interesting. So for me... Wow. I don't know if I'm going to cry. I hope not. <laughs> it's okay uh, if you do. We're here. <laughs> um, so God has been moving all throughout like Urbana, and we've all been hearing about each other's stories. Um, and you all heard me gush about the Bible study group. <laughs> um, we are a group of um, mixed race, and I am mixed race as well. And I never knew that there were people out there who had the same experience as me, which sounds maybe a little bit crazy. Um, 
but I mean, I know I'm a, I'm a third culture kid and I've met people who are TCKs as well, but I never like talked about being mixed race with other mixed race people. And there's, um, there's a space at, um, Urbana about the mixed uh, race experience, the mixed experience. And I met someone there who like took me through like this journey of, um, kind of working through that experience a little bit and his background is almost the same as mine so I'm Dutch Mexican he was Dutch Mexican our dads are Dutch and our moms are Mexican and I was just so overwhelmed like I felt seen and like halfway through it was just like simple questions and like three steps (laughs) but it was it was so amazing to like talk about that, especially after the conversations we've also had in the small group Bible study. And I, I think like halfway through, I was like almost like shaking because I couldn't not handle it. Um, it was just so overwhelming love, I guess, or, or not, not just like love, but also like being seen in that way I had never experienced before and so that was really really special for me it kind of was just a it seemed like a coincidence but I think it was just divine placement that I had met one person here and one person there from Haiti or the DR and then I magically heard a little birdie tell me about a cafe for TCKs and I meet more people that are from places that I recognize and I've actually been to and it was just it was amazing to be able to speak with them on the same level and kind of connect over a location and a a culture that we share. Thank you so much for following along the ELC's takeover of the Bridges for Mission podcast. If you like what you heard here, we have other episodes, and there's also so many great global servant stories that you can hear on this podcast. And if you want more, leave good reviews and like the podcast so that maybe the ELC can take over again. Wait, let's tell y'all thank you on three. Ready? Okay. Thank Thank you. you!